Hello, this is Peter Bergman. You're listening to Radio Free Oz, i.e. you've got Oz in your ears, and it's time for the July 5th, 2011 edition of Everything You Know Is Wrong. Yes, it's July 5th, which I have always nominated as Independence from America Day, and it's time to find out that indeed everything we know is wrong as we troll the wall. Herman Cain. Now, this is uh, Mr. Pizza, the man that says he can deliver. Well, it seems to be uh, his staff, particularly his staff there helping him in Iowa, has different idea about that. They're in turmoil, accusing each other of homosexuality, having affairs, and um, indulging in professional misconduct. I love it. The extreme right-wing candidate who's a homophobe and uh, is a moral ayatollah has got a staff, at least according to other members of the staff, who are gay and morally corrupt and rotten down the line. Well, David Duke may join the GOP group. Uh, the former Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan says he may be running for president. Of course, there's plenty of room for him. Come one, come all. To really know what David's thinking, though, you have to get under the hood. We've got a special hello and wave out for Rick Perry for his candidacy. You know who's gotten together to support this marvelous governor of Texas whose own people said they, that <laughs> Obama would beat him there in a general election? Well, first of all, there's Tony Perkins of the Family Research Council. <sighs> the Antichrist, that's Dobson's group. And John Hagee, remember, the pastor hate monger? The guy who called the Catholic Church the whore of Babylon? Well, they've gotten together to support Perry's candidacy. They think he's the best Christian for the job. You know, as I say this, I feel like I'm being cast back into medieval times. This whole idea of Christian candidates, whores of Babylon, powerful, uh, you know, compassion-free preachers, the edge of religious war. And it's 2011 in America, but it really feels like we're on the edge of the 30 years or maybe the 100 years war. It's so odd. Uh, someone asked recently after looking at the negotiations between the GOP and the Democrats on raising the debt ceiling, they said, is the GOP a political party or is it an interest group? They said they're being offered trillions of dollars worth of cuts, cuts in, 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 in important social programs. And yet, they won't take the bait if we can't deal with the fact that there can be no taxes, no rise in taxes, no new revenue, just cuts. Regardless of the fact that it's been shown time and time again that when you take money out of the economy during a deep recession, you're just asking for further trouble. You're just, you're tripping and double dipping, man. Well, back to uh, my, my, my man, Rick Perry. His current project, a Christian all-day prayer event called The Response on August 6th in Houston. Does he know that's Hiroshima Day? <laughs> it probably doesn't. He probably has no idea 
when anything happened to anybody. The governor is sponsoring the event along with the American Family Association, <laughs> the other side of Dobson, just as bad, which is footing the estimated $1.5 million tab for the gathering. The response, of course, is intended for Christians only. Although one spokesman said if people of other faiths attend, he hopes they will see the light and seek out the living Christ for their lives. They have to wear a badge, though, with the cross upside down until they see the light. Moving on to more of the garden gnomes running for the GOP, Mitt flips again. Romney flips on his flip-flop. A while ago, he said publicly, in fact many times, that Obama has made the recession worse. Then he came back and said, no, I didn't say it. Now he said it again. He said he has made the recession worse by his weak recovery which, of course, if you use any logic, which isn't a great thing to hand, hand around the candidates, how can you have a worsening recession if you have any kind of recovery whatsoever, no matter how weak? All right, enough, enough with the GOP. Uh, I mean, I'm going to be talking about them forever and ever, and I wish there was something something of real moment that I could discuss. I wish that John Huntsman would do his campaign in Mandarin. You know, something really interesting. All right, the empire. Ah, uh, yes, the dream of empire. Three senators now, three U.S. senators. This is Senator Jeff Merkley of Oregon, Rand Paul of Kentucky, and Tom Udall of New Mexico have asked for us to take all of our troops out of Afghanistan by the end of 2012. And that's fairly soon. We're talking year and a half. And that's just the beginning, this war weariness, you know, on and on. We're spending, what, $10 billion a month in Afghanistan, and we want to cut trillions from social programs here. I mean, do the math. Do the social math. Do the moral math. Do the political math. The other side of the empire isn't doing so well either in that area. A huge blast in Baghdad. It's a double blast from a car bomb and a roadside bombing at a parking lot outside a city council building. North of Baghdad killed at least 35 people a couple of days ago. We want to blame the Iranians for it, but the fact is, is that we leave there a tr the same horrible power vacuum and religious friction that was there when we came in. Yeah, it's true that Hussein, being a, a, a violent dictator, dictators are able to suppress this kind of, of factionalism because you can't do anything but, you know, salute his picture. And when he was gone, thanks to us, we found him in that hole. Now everybody can shoot at everybody else. It's open season on Sunnis and on Shiites, depending who you are. By the way, talking about the GOP cutting here and cutting there, it seems that the House has cut all funds to the microbiological data program to check food safety for the deadly E. coli bacteria. No, they don't think that's necessary. Actually, representatives from the agricultural industry have been lobbying for the program to be cut for years, arguing that it led to unnecessary recalls. What? And necessary deaths? How far are these people willing to take this cant? I mean, the GOP is turning into a cult. Truly. The idea of no taxes has become as inerrant a concept to them as the Bible is inerrant. Watch out 
for inerrancy. I had a friend once on a who was a worked on a radio station with me, very bright young man, who became born again inerrant fundamentalist Christian, and uh, he said the Bible was inerrant. I said, well, maybe, but which edition? He said, what do you mean? I said, well, which edition of the Bible is word for word? Is it the King James Bible, which was the Codex for so long and has been responsible for much of our, some of our great, you know, great novels and great speakers. Winston Churchill was probably the last to use the King James Bible as his metaphor or his uh, whatever, his module. I said, is it that or is it the American Progressive or is it the Mel Gibson Bible or the Comics Illustrated Bible? Is it uh, the backwards um, Braille Bible for blind Satanists? Which one? Watch out for inerrancy. It's always a problem, yeah. particularly when it leads you to the point where you say, you know what? We don't think it's important to find E. coli in the food. Now, it probably will not pass the Senate, and it will certainly be vetoed by Obama. Minnesota's down. Yep, Minnesota is still shut down. Governor Mark Dayton, see, this is what's happening, man. It is definitely collapsing. Minnesota, you know, Minnesota, such a group of solid fish heads, man, and it's closed down because the Republicans refuse to accept any I said any taxes in order to shrink a $5 billion shortfall. They won't even talk to the governor if included in any negotiations. It has to include abortion, stem cell research, and voter ID. Three of the catechism of the, of the new GOP. Dayton has had to give up his concept of, of putting a 2% tax on Minnesota's millionaires. It just ain't gonna go. So as we speak, Ain't no business, ain't no government in Minnesota. Things aren't any brighter in China. I'd mentioned a long time ago on one of the earlier Oz shows that China is not the economic uh, monster that we might think it is. In fact, there's a book I'll call Ch China Dream, which basically lays out, amongst other, other things, the fact that the central banks in China are bankrupt. They are carrying loans for heavy industry which are basically owned by the central government. Central government puts money in the central banks, which loans huge amounts of money to concrete and coal and steel. Uh, loans that will never be repaid, have never been repaid, and take them as good loans on their books. Well, others are picking up the idea. China's local government debt may be 540 billion more than auditors had originally estimated, putting many of those local banks at risk. Fact is, is that in view of the non-performing uh, loan ratio for Chinese banks, it could be as high as eight to twelve percent, compared with five to eight percent that is considered okay, and ten to eighteen percent, so there are already maybe four points into that, which is called bank stress. <laughs> bank stress it means the bank is coming apart at the seams. Well, I think that's enough uh, for today. I'll be with you again tomorrow. This is Peter Bergman reminding you that there is no free lunch. Please go up to Radio Free Oz and jump on the big green donation button. Help keep us on the air. We'd truly appreciate it. And remember, we're all going to get through this thing together.